My favorite line from the first reading is, oh yes, you are wiser than Daniel. That's not hard to accomplish. <laughs> no. Um, no, we have a continuation today of the gospel reading from yesterday. We had the rich young man yesterday. Um, and so they're kind of like dealing with like the, the aftermath of this whole encounter. You know, he walks away sad. Uh, and now uh, Jesus says, you know, it is hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And this image of the camel in the eye of the needle used to really freak me out as a kid because I thought of an actual camel passing through an actual uh, needle. And I was like, this is impossible. Um, this is absolutely impossible. Um, but what this is actually referring to, um, the Jews would have known what this meant, that usually for, for walled cities, um, the wall that camels had to pass through was actually much shorter than the camel's standing height. Uh, and so what that did was it prevented people who were smugglers or thieves who were trying to load up their camels from getting out of the city easily. And so what had to happen was for the camel to fit through what was called the eye of the needle, you had to actually strip everything off the camel that it was carrying, and the camel had to actually get down on its knees and crawl through. All right? So it's a very, very good image for us today because what Jesus is talking about um, is, is, you know, especially when you need the, the handler of the camel to help unload the camel. So, like, think of ourselves as the camel. You know, it's one thing yesterday we heard him say, like, sell all that you have and come and follow me. All right? Well, you can't just do that because what happens with riches is that it's not just the material things. It's the attachment to them. That's the deal here. You could sell everything you have, but if you have an attachment to riches, what's going to happen? You're going to go and just find more junk. I mean, that's all it is. That happens, you know, to me all the time. Like, you know, I, I constantly get rid of old stuff, you know, especially from, from moving from, from one room to another in the seminary and then from moving from the seminary to here. Like, I have so much stuff that I just don't use anymore. And guess what? I get rid of that, and then I see something shiny, and I'm like, ooh, i got to have it, you know? It's the attachment to riches. That's what it really comes down to. Because people who are not attached to their riches normally give it very generously. And for them, it's not, this is not what defines them. You know, I like to think of Job in the Old Testament. Look what happens with Job. Job has tons of livestock. He's got a big family. He's got his wife. He's got his kids. Um, he's got so much. It just seems like a lot of material things. And what happens? The Lord just like takes everything away. Satan comes in. Satan is allowed to test Job. He comes in. Uh, all of his livestock is killed. His, uh, all of his children are killed. And Job, in, in, in that point, he sits for, I think it's like 14 days or something, until he finally says something to his friends who come to, to comfort him. And he never once curses God for what happens. He could easily attach everything, all the blessings in his life, to the things that he has, but he doesn't. He realizes that he still has his own life. He does not curse God because he doesn't associate the attachment to riches with his blessing. That's the reason why as Catholics we don't believe in what's called the prosperity gospel, this whole concept that if you do good things, if you're living a holy life, if you're a good person, God will bless you with riches. Are you kidding me? That's not, not only is that not in the Bible, but the Bible just like today speaks about that. Go and sell all that you have and you will find treasure. Because the treasure is with Christ. It's not this whole thing that if you do good, God will reward you with material. No. Does, it, does, does that look like, for Jesus being an upright man, does that look like materialism right there? No. Because what happens is that if we're doing things right, if we're doing this whole Christian thing right, what we receive is a cross. That's what we receive. It, it's just backwards. And the whole thing is that Jesus, he didn't, you know, look at how he came into the world. He came in poor. He came in, he was born in a manger. Literally the trough that the animals ate out of. 
He didn't come in riches. If riches was the indication for us doing things right, then we get this wrong. That's the whole point today. And, and look at what happens. You, we can't do it alone. For men, it is impossible, but not for God. That's why if we're the camel, if we, have to, if we have all these things on our back, we have all of our riches, and they're literally like attached to us because they're on saddles attached to us, the camel by itself cannot get rid of the attachment to things. Same thing with us. If we want to, we can sell all that we have, but if we don't ask the Lord to help us with, with the desire, with the detachment from the desire to get rid of it, then we're doing it wrong. It will be impossible for us. But that's why we have to think back of what else the camel does. It has to kneel. It has to get on its knees to crawl through the door. That sense of humility. That's why I love the litany of humility, because the petitions say, from the, from the desire of X, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of Y, deliver me, Jesus. All these things, it's the same thing. So maybe like our prayer today from like that litany of humility could be, from the desire of hoarding riches, deliver me, Jesus. That's how God steps in as the handler of the camel and takes everything off. That's how we're able to then kneel and pass through the door. Because we can't take the riches with us. That's the whole point. It's just like also um, with, with the, the parable in Luke, talking about entering into the kingdom of heaven. That's the same thing he says there. It's almost a similar parallel parable right there. We can't take it with us. And so if our treasure is not God and God alone, nothing else matters. If this is not the riches of our lives, if the Eucharist, if all the sacraments are not the riches of our lives, then we're doing it wrong. And so we come here today and we ask the Lord, help me to see you as the treasure of my life, and then from everything else, deliver me, Lord Jesus.